Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And as you can tell from the title of this episode, octopuses, <laughs> um, or octopuses aliens, we're kind of doing something a little bit different. It may not be your typical paranormal, supernatural, you know, it's not a ghost story, it's not a demon story, it's not um, a conspiracy theory, it's not true crime, it's something that is just kind of crazy and out there and I thought it was an interesting topic, so... We're going to talk about octopuses. And <laughs> so that's the thing. Octopuses or octopi, I guess both are accepted terms. I will probably say octopuses because it's easier to say, even though it sounds a little bit perverted. And the theory that we're going on this episode, or the, I guess, idea <laughs> uh, behind this, is that we're octopi, octopuses, brought to Earth by aliens on a meteor. Are they actually alien beings, not of this Earth? that were brought to earth as either little seeds or you know like primordial life forms on a meteor so recently there was 33 researchers that wrote a paper and it was actually published in a science journal so it went you know got vetted and went through that whole process about how aliens brought octopuses to earth or their their aliens that were brought to earth on on possibly a meteor they suggest that due to um due to wow <laughs> they suggest that that due to this sudden burst of life that we had uh i think it was around 540 million years ago it was called the cambrian explosion that this was the result of extraterrestrial intervention so basically the idea that earth was sort of seeded um, something cosmic was responsible for the rapid emergence of most of the main animal groups that still exist today. So it's when you talk about the Big Bang, I guess, which, you know, started life on Earth, they are suggesting that that was actually due to outside forces, possibly extraterrestrial intervention from beings or whatever from somewhere not from this planet or this galaxy even. And specifically, they say that alien viruses crashed to Earth in a meteor and infected a population of, you know, primitive squid and caused them to evolve into octopuses. And the other theory that they're posing, I guess they have two, you know, in, the, in their journal. The other theory is that, that um, fertilized squid eggs or octopus eggs were delivered to Earth on the meteor. So either that the meteor brought a virus that sort of infected the squid and caused them to evolve a different way than they were naturally going, or that there was already, you know, fertilized eggs were already on the meteor. And that was when it crashed into Earth and that kind of just brought the eggs here. Uh, they also argue that the octopus genome is too complex to have evolved naturally on Earth. And so therefore that they must have came from space, came from outside of Earth. And that's because octopuses are crazy smart and just weird and everything in general. Um, and so this goes back to the idea that I guess reimagining of the panspermia hypothesis, which again sounds perverted, <laughs> which suggests that life on Earth was seeded by space dust or asteroids crashing into Earth. So either space dust came and landed on earth or an asteroid brought space dust or you know pre-fertilized seeds eggs those kind of things or viruses that already infected what was here so there could have already been primordial life or 
you know, the simple single-celled organisms or even ones that were just really ancient ancestors of some of the ones that are already here in more simpler forms. But a meteor crashed Earth and either brought with it the, the viruses that caused everything to sort of mutate and evolve into more things that we know or are more familiar with today, or that there was space dust that had sort of, I guess, possibly eggs or seeds depending on the creature or plant life and that kind of brought them here and they sort of either mixed with the species that are already here and developed into something new or just grew on their own and we just kind of always thought of them as being from our planet. So those are the main theories of this paper. Um, it's been kind of all over the internet uh, the last couple of years and you know as out there as it seems that it did get published in the science journal. So it wasn't just one rogue researcher who thought of this crazy theory on his own, you know, this mad scientist kind of going over it and thinking things out. It's a group of 33 researchers that did a lot of research, put together this paper. It has to go through certain committees and everything to be actually published in a science journal. So it got to that point those people couldn't, you know, turn around and say that, no, this isn't true at all, that there must, there, you know, there has to be some kind of possibility of it happening, right, for it to actually get published. So that's kind of crazy. Um, when I think of octopuses, <laughs> that I do think of them as being, like, crazy smart. They're crazy smart for the size that they are and for the life that span that they live. And I think that that's what sort of sparked this theory for for these scientists because that's you know the other things that are leading them to this theory right octopuses are weird they're they're mollusks meaning that they're you know closely re more related to snails and clams and those kind of things yet they are crazy smart they have like incredible intelligence we're going to get into some cases of those but that's one of their big i guess you know, ideas behind this possibly is because of how smart that they actually are. And you don't really think of maybe sea life as being that smart, you know, squids, octopus, fish in general. I mean, you know, sharks are great killing machines, but do we really think of them as maybe smart? Even to the point of the mammals that live in the ocean, you know, dolphins and whales, we usually think of mammals as being more smart than other animals like reptiles and fish and such. But, you know, compared to octopus, like, do you really think of dolphin as being, like, dolphins are super smart, but do you think of them as being this smart and, like, the way that octopus tend to think of things and do things? So, they have crazy large brains, and on top of, on top of their large brains, they have very sophisticated nervous systems, they have crazy camera-like eyes, super flexible bodies, they have certain breeds and species that have the ability to camouflage themselves by changing their color and their shape and those are sort of <laughs> a lot of arguments that they maybe have extraterrestrial origins because not many other species of animals on the planet can adapt themselves as well as octopuses i mean chameleons can change colors to match their environment but they can't change shape like no matter what they're still going to look like a chameleon most of the other ones that change color or sort of blend in to camouflage themselves don't change their shape as well and octopuses have the ability to do that so that's kind of you know one of those crazy out there things and then the other part I guess of it is 
is that these features of octopuses appeared so suddenly on their family tree that they think that maybe it actually came from somewhere else. And the quote is that it is plausible then to suggest they seem to be bo- their these features seem to be borrowed from a far distant future in terms of terrestrial evolution or more realistically from the cosmos at large. And that was what they wrote on their paper. So it's more likely that, you know, they're either evolved way beyond what they should be at this point in our evolution of Earth, or that they came from somewhere where there was that advance in evolution, that it was already past the point that we are, and they were brought here sort of ahead of, you know, of where we are in the terms of evolution on on our planet. So that's kind of uh, the brief overview of of why <laughs> the scientists think that octopus are aliens. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but I mean, is it really out there in terms of like, you know, how other species are and how other things are on the planet? I really don't think it's, I don't think it's that out there as far as theories go. I mean, if there's Bigfoot and Nessie, why can't octopus be aliens? And then that brings up my point. Like, I always think that maybe either Bigfoot isn't actually just, you know, an ape-like mammal out there could be an interdimensional being popping in out of dimensions that's why you can never find evidence of him that's why he sort of disappears so fast that's why everything's kind of blurry whenever you take a picture of him maybe he is just an internet interdimensional being and that could be another episode that (laughs) that we get into but for now we're sticking to octopus so going back i've kind of alluded to how smart they are And that's sort of, I guess, like the main theory that was driving this. But there is a lot of cases for, you know, them just being smart because they evolved that way. And so we're going to get into some of some of the reasons that octopus are crazy smart or some stories of octopus being crazy smart. The first case is that they've been known to get out of their tanks and just find their way back to the ocean. Um, There is a case in New Zealand of an octopus named Inky. And I guess they figured... He got bored being in his aquarium and, you know, had children coming by and tapping on the glass and just sort of, I guess, harassing him, gawking at him and decided that, hey, you know, I'm out of here. Um, so in 2016, he, he made an escape from the aquarium. Uh, he broke out of his tank. He slithered down. It was a 50 meter drain pipe. And the, I guess the end of that drainage pipe led to the sea and he was gone. He, did, he just sort of bailed and that was it. And they figured that um, the lid on his tank was actually sort of left accidentally ajar one night. And he sort of caught on to this. And that's just why he decided to bail. He was like, okay, it's my time. <laughs> I'm I'm out of here. Um, they believed that in the middle of the night when, you know, the aquarium was empty. And he was smart enough to know that it was. He popped the lid to his tank, climbed down the enclosure, you know, went down the side of the tank, went across the floor, found the drainage pipe went down it, disappeared into the ocean. So there's a really good case of how crazy smart they are. You know, they wait for the tank to be open and he's just like, I'm gone. I'm done. He knew that there was a drainage pipe that led out of the building, out of the sea. How could he possibly know that? You know, how could he know that there's this pipe that goes there? He probably, I guess, maybe smelled the ocean or they sensed it. I don't know how they determine where water is, but that that's a good, you know, a good reason there. So another reason that they're crazy smart, or I guess they have these 
extraterrestrial <laughs> intelligence type abilities is that they can slip their entire body through a hole. So if there's basically a hole that they can either get their beak through or the space between their eyes can fit through, then the rest of them can get through and they're gone. And you've no doubt seen that video on YouTube of this octopus going through this little tiny hole on a boat, slowly just squishing his whole body through and popping out the other side. Um, you think that, you know, there's no way it's going to be able to fit through there. And it does. It basically squishes, you know, its whole body through and pops up the other side and it's gone. It may take a little bit of time, you know, may not, it's not super quick that he's gone. And, and that one video I'm thinking of with the red octopus on the boat sliding through the little hole. But you will get through eventually. And that's something that is crazy to think of that they can just squish themselves through a little tiny space like that. They can also open jars from the inside. So the octopus did... Um, were involved in a bunch of experiments by scientists and they were, I guess, testing their intelligence and their de dexterity. And one of the things was to put them inside a jar and see if it could figure out how to get out, basically without knowing how jars work or how they could escape. And they were able to turn the lid from the inside, you know, from underneath and twist the lid off and get out of the jar. And that is something it's crazy. I mean, you're not really thinking that you can, you know, the octopus are going to get out of jars or escape from all these different places, but they do. And that shows crazy, crazy intelligence, right? So the other thing is that they can also open jars from the outside. They've learned to manipulate their tentacles, their arms to sort of open, open the lid and twist it off. And scientists as well did experiments by putting food inside a closed jar and the octopus was able to figure out how to unscrew the lid from it. So they know how to get out of jars and they know how to get into <laughs> into jars. I wonder if they'd be able to open a jar, climb inside, and then close the lid on themselves. I don't know if any have done that, but that seems like something that would be plausible, right? That they'd be able to do that. And so that's the thing I kind of alluded to a bit is that their tentacles or their arms actually have their own brain of sorts in them as well. And that's probably another thing that leads to their crazy intelligence is that they have that. So they could kind of operate independently and it gives them more, I guess, brain power than maybe other fish or sea life, I guess you could say. So as well as that, they've also been known to defend themselves with rocks. There is a case where um, a researcher was observing octopuses building defense structures around their dens to protect themselves. Um, they were pulling rocks together, I guess, to build like a little cave or a little, a little alcove for them to sleep in to protect themselves while, while they sleep. And then in the morning, they just sort of, you know, push all the rocks aside and go on, go on about their day. So they have enough intelligence to make a structure over themselves to sort of defend themselves while they're sleeping. Um, so that's another, you know, there's just another tick on their crazy intelligence level. And so it's crazy to think that, like, this is a sea animal. So this is something you think more of maybe, like, land animals would do. Or even to the point of, like, apes and monkeys that would, you know, build structures to make themselves safe while they sleep. A lot of other mammals may just build, like, a den or sort of tuck themselves into a den possibly not thinking of you know security but even to the point of like yeah they maybe they do like beavers build you know their whole beaver dams and everything but this is a, sea, a creature that lives in the sea this is an octopus you know it's not like 
a mammal <laughs> living on land. Like you don't really necessarily think of how crazy smart these creatures are. It's insane. So another thing that they're able to do is there's been a case of them taking apart the plumbing of their, of their own tank to sort of either mess with people or just to try and figure out how to get out. Um, in Santa Monica, an octopus commandeered a water recycling valve and proceeded to wreak havoc on the aquarium's floor. They kind of, it's almost like, do, are they doing it to screw with people or are they doing it just because they're trying to see what happens? Or are they doing it as part of a way to escape? It seems like a lot of cases with these octopuses in aquariums, it's probably all of them trying, trying to escape or, you know, just sort of seeing what happens. Um... Another thing that they do is they've been seen jumping on land to ambush prey. So you don't really think that, you know, an octopus is going to be on land. You, if you're near the water, you kind of think, oh, like maybe it'll just slither out of the water. You know, you see kind of like fish sometimes come up to the edge or other creatures. And you may think that maybe it'll still leave its main body in the water and maybe just sort of reach out with like a tentacle or something to kind of grab prey but they've actually been seen jumping so even though they can't survive for too long out of the water they're still able to jump out you know have the chance to sort of surprise their prey grab it drag it back into the water and that's kind of crazy you know you could just be walking along the beach and some octopus just jumps out at you and drags you back into the water <laughs> um and then going back to again aquariums they've also been known to turn out the lights for their amusement so there was another story of an octopus in a German aquarium and it had figured out that shooting water at an overhead spotlight would cause it to short out and this went on for several days basically before they figured out that that's what was happening. The workers would come in in the morning, you know, the spotlight would be out, it would be shorted out, they couldn't really figure out what was causing the electrical problem and they probably eventually just looked at the security footage and saw that it was shooting water at <laughs> the light once it figured it was shorted out so it seems like they either just do things to i don't know screw with people or again just seeing seeing what happens right they're just sort of still figuring out their environment and part of that too is out in the ocean in the real world and i've seen the videos of this and it's really something <laughs> something crazy to watch so they will make tools out of coconuts and shells there was video, um, I think a couple of years ago, I remember seeing where they're sort of running along the ocean floor and they will find coconut shells, like have coconut shells either from the animals nearby that have dropped them in the water or humans or however, just coconuts falling and, you know, be broken apart by other animals. And they will actually dig them out with their arms, loosen them from the sand to pull them together. So some of them will carry one, some of them will carry two. And they've been seen where they kind of just like pick it up underneath their legs, you know, with the, the open side up. So it's kind of just sitting there like a bowl and they will clean it out, pick it up, carry it and use their other legs to sort of like run across the ground, you know, a couple legs holding it, a couple legs sort of running, I guess, with the shell and they'll take it away. And then some of them will either flip it over and hide under it. Or they will have two of them that they've, you know, grouped together and kind of put it back together and climb inside of it so it looks like a whole coconut. And they will use it either as, you know, defense or shelter or just whatever they decide to use it for. And that's crazy, right? <laughs> like, it's so bizarre to see this octopus running along 
on the bottom of the ocean holding on to coconut shells and then it gets to a point where it's like oh i gotta hide now so it takes them and just like flips them over itself hides inside of it or hides underneath it and predators don't know that it's there and then once they're gone it kind of just you know goes along its way it's it's a really bizarre thing (laughs) so you know kind of goes to show their intelligence i don't know if it's tools as much as just you know using it for shelters but yeah it's they are crazy smart i mean i can't say that enough that they are just insane so oh i keep saying so a lot (laughs) the other thing that they do is this is mainly i guess um the mimic octopus but they can mimic other creatures to scare off predators so the indonesian mimic octopus has the ability to sort of you know pass itself off as other toxic fishes or sea snakes and it kind of blends into them there's video footage of it again a lot of these things you can go and watch so instead of just you know blending to the background camouflaging it actually takes on the physical characteristics to impersonate other you know other predators or other fish that predators don't want to mess with and this is kind of where I was going back to like, yeah, their fish can camouflage themselves, chameleons can camouflage themselves, but they're not going to change to look like something else. The mimic octopus can change itself to look half of it look like the seafloor and then have a couple tentacles look like a sea snake and will change it to have like the stripes or whatever. And, you know, you're just swimming past or a predator swimming past and they think it's just a sea snake, but it's an octopus down there blending into it they can just camouflage themselves into anything and use their tentacles to become other creatures, you know, make it look like other creatures and predators, people swimming by, wouldn't know the difference. So that's just insane. It's another way their sort of body has evolved into, you know, into this ability to be able to do other things. And another part that is crazy about them (laughs) is they have been known to kill sharks. I don't know why someone would put an octopus in a ta- in a aquarium tank with a shark, but there was footage where, you know, a shark and an octopus are putting a tank together and the octopus basically strangled the shark to death. So you think like, what animal is going to attack and kill a shark? That is kind of crazy. And the last case I'm going to sort of go into is one that most people, I assume, have heard. It's a well-known one where they've been known to escape their tanks and you know, eat the fish and adjacent ones and come back to the aquariums. <laughs> so this was in, um, I can't remember offhand where it was and I probably should have put it in the story, but in an aquarium, there was a giant Pacific octopus that was in, you know, an enclosure. The aquarium had brought in all these other rare and I guess expensive fish and they couldn't figure out what was happening to them. They come in, you know, in the morning and the fish would be gone. They didn't really know like where they're going they couldn't figure it out so they'd set up security and you could see at night that the octopus would figure out how to get out of its enclosure go across the floor that was you know a few feet away to get to the fish tank go in there eat the fish and then go back into his tank and kind of close the lid and be done and he was just like oh these are bringing them in for a treat for me i'm going to have you know a midnight snack or this is going to be my evening meal and i'm just going to go over there and eat these other fish so it knew enough that there was these other fish in another tank and it knew enough to figure out how to get there to eat them and how to get back to its own tank to be 
to be safe back in its own enclosed habitat. And I don't know if it was thinking that like, I'm not going to get caught for this or, or, you know, this is how I'm just going to go back and they won't know it was me. But yeah, that's, that's crazy. So, I mean, I probably said it a whole bunch during this episode, but octopuses are crazy fucking smart. It's insane. It's insane how smart they are. And I totally believe that, you know, these scientists were using that as their theory that, that's why, you know, they think that they are either alien life that was brought here as alien life or a virus that sort of caused our life to evolve into these other forms. Because how else are they that smart? I mean, I didn't have it down in there, but there was this other, there's this other case where they will learn from each other. So they will have like one older octopus who learns, you know, was in an aquarium, will learn how to open things to get food. They'd put a baby octopus in there and it would watch the older one how to do it. It didn't know how to do these things, how to open jars or how to get into things. It would watch the older one to see how it did it and then it would copy it. Same as if they were put into other aquariums with predators and sort of it was separated by like a pane of glass and it would flatten itself to the bottom, make it look, you know, like it was part of the environment and just sort of watch the other sharks or predators swimming above it and move slowly when it knew that the other animal wasn't looking at it. And you would say like, yeah, a lot of other animals adapt themselves that way, but like when you, it's when you add everything up, it is insane how smart they are. And for the lifespan that they have, they would be like the dominant species on earth <laughs> if they lived longer. They would definitely be higher up you know, maybe on like a dolphin intelligence level or an ape intelligence level if they lived longer. And if they ever figure out how to get to the ocean and live longer, we're all pretty much screwed. (laughs) So thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hopefully you learned something a little bit more on octopuses. It was something different and fun that I thought would be, you know, a a good topic for a show. And hopefully you enjoyed it as well. And you will come back next time for more crazy paranormal investigation exploration adventures.